This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Tori Phantom and this is Gwena Lathan. This show is dedicated to all the parents who finally get an hour of free time and spend that entire hour deciding what to do with their free time. That is the most, I feel attacked. Honestly, like if you don't spend the whole hour spinning in circles, trying to decide if you should read a book or take a nap, have a shower, eat something. Are you even a parent? No, for sure. That's how it works, I think. Yeah. For better or worse. Right. Right. Then the free time is up and you just are stressed about it. And then you're, should I be productive with this free time? Or or should I like self-care? Could I, could it be both? Oh shit. The hour's done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's always <laughs> how it works. <laughs> And, you know, the thing is, though, Gwena, when I am met with that hour of free time and I get really stressed, I I have to regulate that. And, and I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that a lot because I had this but moment. To stand by. Stand by. What? Oh. Before you expound upon your thoughts. Okay. We have to start. The we time. have to start the time. You're right. My bad. My bad. Okay. So I had this moment a few weeks ago and I've been contemplating it because it almost went sideways with my kids because okay so you know I yeeted my uterus I had a whole hysterectomy and in the recovery Jealous, period, but yeah continue <laughs> in the recovery period I wasn't feeling well my partner was at work and I am home sitting on the couch trying to have some time to relax right but what is that what is relax I don't know and my my kiddo ends up having a whole tantrum. As one does, yes. But because I wasn't feeling well, my patience was not what it usually is. Yeah. So she starts losing it, and I nearly lost it too. I, I almost did. I started to raise my voice. You ever do that? And you're like, as you're doing it, and you're in your head like, why am I doing this? I'm going to need you to stop. Nope, oh, I need to stop. I need to stop. I, I need, need to stop. stop. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and and so what I what I ended up doing because you know when I can lift my child right when I don't have weight limit restrictions, I will scoop her up in my arms and I hold her and we co-regulate in those moments. And I'm like, um, I have no patience and I can't pick her up. What do I do? <laughs> But she was, she was on the floor. Like this was almost like a sitcom tantrum, like on the floor on her belly, kicking her legs and, and punching the floor. And I'm like, I, I, I'm getting on the floor. I'm getting on the floor. And so I sat on the floor and I like kind of, I, I got her to come to me and sit in my lap because I can't lift her, but I can, I, I got her to come to me. And, and then I turned on this meditation music with a, <laughs> with an ocean background on YouTube and I just held her in my lap and we rocked and I, and I calmed her down and I calmed my, I needed that just as much as she did. <laughs> it's those moments where it's like, 
oh, man, I'm so glad I've been practicing this for years because this could have gone sideways real fast. So that's something that we talk about ad nauseum, but we rarely have the opportunity to better define what a regulation is and what a co-regulation is and how you use them. Because we're, we're the first to say, yeah, you're allowed to feel your feelings, but you can't let those feelings control you. So you need to regulate. But what the fuck is regulation? <laughs> how do you say that to a child who's like, what is the, can you define the word like a spelling bee? Like, mom, what is what is regulation? And, and there's so many layers to it. And I think there's also a timeline that goes with it. Yes. And it starts with us. So regulation, just for definition's sake, if this is the first time you've ever heard gentle, responsive parents saying, yeah, no, we're going to talk about regulation. Regulation is any process in which you separate yourself from the emotion. This is not suppressing it, but you define what you're feeling and bring yourself back down into a space where you feel in control of that feeling. And if you've, if you've ever had an experience where my best example is opening a pickle jar. Pickle jars and I are mortal enemies. I'm going to send you pickles for your birthday. <laughs> as long <laughs> as I have the jar opener, it's fucking fine. <laughs> pickle jars and I hate each other. I love pickle jars. They don't open for me ever. It doesn't matter if it has been opened 37 times and there is one single half a pickle spear left. <laughs> if that jar has closed... I am unable to open it without the use of modern technology. Really? What like a specifically strange thing to have like a vendetta against? I'm aware. <laughs> I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying this is my lived experience. All right. Pickle jars and I aren't friends. <laughs> okay. But there is an emotional process that I recognize and experience every time. And it starts with just the, uh, pickle jar that sensation starts and then it just ramps uphill uh pickle jar fucking pickle jar fuck you pickle jar but by the time i get to the fuck you pickle jar i want that on a t-shirt <laughs> we just we just found our merch fuck you pickle jar fuck you pickle jar <laughs> but i get to that last part and then i'm like no because if I go any further, I have gone further. And uh, shortly after my divorce, I got into a fight with a pickle jar and I didn't have a jar opener and I didn't have my then ex-husband to help me open the damn pickle jar. So I picked it up and I smashed it on the floor. And then I sat in the puddle of pickle juice and picked pieces of glass off and petulantly ate a pickle on the kitchen floor, knowing full well I was risking the integrity of my intestines. This is such a mood, though. Because <laughs> it's also, I think, I think while you're describing this, though, right, because I think that's part of regulation, too, that we don't always recognize is that sometimes the straw that broke the camel's back is the most benign thing that we are now having a whole meltdown about that in any other circumstances we could have handled our shit. <laughs> but I've got a history with pickle jars, right? So I recognize that I have to gain control of myself before I go about smashing entire pickle jars in the kitchen floor. And that requires regulation. And for me, that regulation varies depending on what's been going on, how I was before I got to the pickle jar. But it's not that I'm less angry at the pickle jar. It's just that 
I am not to the point where I'm making irrational decisions regarding the opening of the pickle jar. I am regulating myself where I open it and I open it angry, but anger is not opening it. And that's such a stupid little turn of phrase that feels like it shouldn't make a difference, but it does. It makes such a big difference because when we are recognizing Man, my emotions are out of control because it's easy. There is there is a very small window when you feel yourself ramping up where you it one you have practiced this enough. It takes practice. And when you recognize I am on my way up, I have to control myself now. And it's again, it's not saying I'm not going to feel these feelings. It's I am not going to react to these feelings in a very dramatic way. And that's what happens I I think with the glass pickles and I've I've had those moments, too, where you just kind of have a meltdown over the smallest, the seemingly smallest thing, but it's never just that. And afterwards, you feel almost silly. But then you're, no, those feelings were real. I, I just don't like how I reacted to them. And it's in that moment when you're reflecting on that. Those feelings were valid. I don't like how I responded to them, though. That's what regulation is, is it's recognizing, hey, I'm having these feelings. How do I feel them in a way that is going to be good for me and good for the people around me? Safe and productive. I can do things mad. I can do things frustrated. I can do things sad. But am I still in control of my decisions or is it purely I'm throwing pickle jars on the ground because I'm mad? Yeah, right. Right. Like that honestly, it didn't help me get the pickles. It made me make a very unsafe choice regarding the pickles. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I was mad was making the decision for me. Anger was in control of my actions. I was no longer in control of my emotions. And I at the time was 26, 27 years old as I'm sitting in a pile of pickle juice in my own tears eating poison pickles because there's glass shards all over the fucking things i like the alliteration that's good (laughs) (laughs) i think listen it is so important though when when we're recognizing these things too because i think when we do lose control when we when we fail to regulate what happens is that we didn't just have the feelings now we have a bigger job in cleaning up the mess from those feelings and that's typically what happens because it it takes work to regulate but also if we fail to regulate and we have this big reaction and end up in poison pickle puddle then we are <laughs> we are going to have to clean that mess up <laughs> yeah well and sometimes those messes aren't literal puddles. Um, Sometimes those messes are now everyone is mad because my negative emotion or sometimes even my my big emotion, I can get overexcited to the point that I start making really irrational decisions in reaction to being so excited about something. Like when we talk about regulation, we're always talking about feeling mad or sad, but you can be overexcited to the point that you're verging into anxiety over stuff. That is the story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So you learn, so regulation starts with you. You learn what your emotional triggers are, you learn what your emotional pathway is because it's going to be kind of predictable as far as when you recognize, oh no, I need to regulate. I need to take some deep breaths or I need to walk away or I need to like shake it out. Something has to happen because if I continue this way, it's going to be worse yeah. for everybody. And I think that's where it begins with that self-regulation in parenting is when you have a small little baby who cannot do anything for itself, 
but it is very good at crying at two o'clock in the morning when you've only slept for 40 minutes. You start to recognize the things that trigger you. And I think before you have a baby, you're like, I'm not going to feel that way. But when you are sleep deprived and you haven't had a second to have your body to yourself in months and your baby is screaming and you've changed the diaper and you fed them and you've done everything you could possibly do and they are still screaming and you just want to break down and cry. Those are the moments where you start to realize, how do I, how do I help myself here? I am so on edge. I need to help myself. And that's where you start to recognize the moments you need to regulate in parenting, of course. And then as your child gets older and they get into that toddler stage of tantrums, that's when we start to use those, those regulation tools we learn for ourselves to help our kids regulate too. And that's what turns it into a co-regulation. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to stow away those jackets and sweaters and break out the shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. I've now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. My favorite summer offering from Quince is their super soft, almost silky basic tees. Like, I am definitely in my basic tea era. Some cute little shorts, maybe a little lace, definitely some sparkles on the butts because I live in Oklahoma. And then just a basic tea, French tucked, and some bracelets. I look amazing. I feel comfortable. And I save so much money getting really high quality clothing from Quince. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash childproof for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash childproof to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash childproof. Do you have scents that you like that are just odd? Like I enjoy the scent of sunscreen. Sunscreen makes me think of those really awesome summers when I was little and my mom said I could go play in the sprinkler and I just discovered a product that smells like sunscreen, but better. It doesn't have that chemically scent. It smells citrusy and bright and it's made with seaweed. It's the lotion and body oil from Osea. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil has a bright and familiar tropical citrusy scent. It's like your dream beach vacation in a bottle. But it's not just about the daydream evoking scent. This rich, never greasy body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. It delivers that coveted post-vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. This absorbs so cleanly, smells so amazing, and it's made with really clean, sustainable, cruelty-free, climate-neutral certified ingredients. I love that. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code CHILDPROOF at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code childproof for 10% off. A co-regulation is any regulation practice with someone else. 
either as an example or as a way to regulate all parties simultaneously. So sometimes when we are doing regulations, we are showing our kids how we regulate. Sometimes we're just demonstrating it. Sometimes we're in control. We're we're not being controlled by our emotions, but we're still doing... <sighs> We don't need it, but we're showing them how to do it. And sometimes both of us need it. Sometimes they're getting real close to their edge or have tipped over it. Sometimes we're getting, and so woo-saw is useful for both of us or all of us. And and the co-regulation has its own tricky situation because just like with ourselves to regulate ourselves, there is a there is a window there is a window where we can do that before we've totally lost it and have the pickle puddle. Uh, <laughs> it's the same with our kids because we have to now be in tune with our children's patterns because there is a window where that co-regulation is going to work before we get to pickle puddle. Or now we're waiting till afterwards because there's we just kind of have to ride out the screaming. We have to ride out the tantrum because at this point, there is no reason. There is no reason. And kids, they don't have that turned on thing in their brain that's going, man, I'm being unreasonable right now. Because I am positive that while you were creating Pickle Puddle, that there was a part of your brain that's going, why am I doing this? But you can't stop. This is dumb. This is so stupid. <laughs> you can't stop. And, and our kids don't have that at all. So sometimes we just have to ride it out and then co-regulate and pick up the pieces. <laughs> well, and it can be difficult to figure out, especially when when we've a- adapted this vocabulary to sort of represent this sort of emotional control that we are learning how to do and teaching our kids how to do. It can be difficult to know which one to use where, not just what regulation technique, but is this a moment where I need to regulate, come back and then help co-regulate? Is this a moment where I'm just going to co-regulate because I'm in control? Or is this a point where I can look at my kid and go, you need to calm down and that not be a negative thing? I feel like you can't ever just use the words you have to calm down though. (laughs) Like that is like, mm, I'm actually going to get mad or out of spite now. Thank you. I'm cured. Uh, it's like in your head, you're like, you need to calm down. But you're like, how do I how do I shift the language? Because uh, I want you to calm down, but I'm not going to say calm down, but like calm down, dude. <laughs> Chill. We use the phrase, you are having a really big reaction to a smaller feeling. Do you know what I say? Hmm. I say, slow it down. We have to slow it down because if we slow down our breathing, then our feelings slow down too. When your heart's beating that fast, it's really hard to think clearly. We got to slow it down. Take a breath, slow down. Well, and see when we're practicing the regulation, co-regulation thing, there is a, a sort of pattern to how it works. So when you've got a baby, baby, less than probably two-ish years. If you're still needing to count their age in months because of how many developmental leaps happen in that period, you are all about demonstrating regulation. So you're going to regulate yourself in front of your children so they watch you do that. And the younger they are, the more dramatic you are about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You take the most dramatic deep breath ever. It's a whole body deep breath somehow. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's the rainbow breaths where your arms are above your head and arcing downward to your sides. It's like a whole like yoga flow. And that exhale, you just turn into your own pickle puddle. But like a good one. <laughs> 
And, and there does come a point there that you can begin to invite them. And that happens somewhere between age two, three, where big breath, take a big breath with me and out. But, but you invite them to do it. And then you start experimenting with other things and we'll, we'll need to discuss some of our. And you kind of, you kind of have to gamify it sometimes because I don't know about you, but especially my littlest lady, because she gets worked up fast. Like she embodies baby of the family. Okay. And, and she gets going and I'm like, take a deep breath. We got to slow it down. And she's like, I can't slow it down. And I'm like, you're going to pass out, dude. You, you, you weren't breathing like that before. Like. <laughs> You started that because I said to slow down. Like we gotta now I gotta now I gotta gamify it to get her to take the breath. Honestly, it's good to know that it's not just my child that's like, hey, you're breathing really fast. Breathes faster. Look, bitch, stop. That is the opposite. To be clear, I do not look at my child in her face and go, bitch. Yeah. It's just that's the thought process in my head. It was a joke. But and but but after that after that part where you do gamify this experience, you can move into just being able to point out, hey, your feelings are real big. Does that match what's happening here? Right, right. Because that's the thing is that all like our kids' feelings. It's a thing that we've talked about a lot. Is that the word of saying all of their feelings are valid because. All of it's it's tricky. It's a nuanced line we're walking there because all of their feelings are valid. They're real. They're valid. Are they always appropriate? No. Are they always appropriate? Yeah. Is your response to them always appropriate? No. 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 <laughs> so uh, a few months ago, there was a Blackberry Festival in a town called McLeod, Oklahoma, and it had been very, very rainy. So we expected mud. We just did not expect as much mud as was out there in McLeod for this Blackberry Festival. Anyway, in choosing what to wear, Abby chose her yellow chucks. And she has two kinds of chucks. She has the kind of chucks that I believe chucks should be is just if they don't look like you ran them through a garbage shredder, I what's the point? Right. You buy the new chucks and you got to kind of like chuck them out the window and just get them nasty. Yeah, it it rains, so you yeet them out into the rain and then let them dry weird. Anyway, she has those. Excellent. But then she also has her fancy, pristine, keeps them all clean chucks. And her yellow chucks were one of those. None of us thought at all about how rainy it had been or how muddy it could possibly be. Abby wore these yellow chucks and she found one of the Invisipuddles, one of the ones where the grass is sticking out. So it looks like it's level ground. And then you put your foot on it and it just goes to the ankle. Oh, no. Oh. Of muddy Oklahoma red clay oh. puddle. Oh, that's so disappointing. Ruined her entire shoe. And she was mad. She was upset. She was frustrated. She was annoyed at everything. She was annoyed at herself. She was annoyed at us for going to this stupid festival. Oh. She, everything piled on. She's 15 and... It was being a, being a teenager is so hard to be honest. It it's is so hard. It is because I understand every single one of those feelings mm -hmm. that she was experiencing. I get it. Yeah. So she comes to me and she, I was like, "What happened?" And she points to her shoe. She doesn't say anything. I was like, "Oh, oh. tears, oh. Niagara Falls," oh. and she's on my shoulder. And I was like, "Okay, all right, it's shoes." We can fix this, and if we can't fix this, I'm sure there are other solutions we can come to. You are okay. And so, and then 
And then the regulation started to fail because then she got mopey and pissy. And so she was trailing along behind us. And I was like, hey, did you want to try some blackberry jam? No. Oh. Okay. So I finally had to, I was like, I, I sent the littles and Jack ahead. And I finally, I pulled her aside. I was like, I understand that you were having some feels about these shoes. I get it. You get to be frustrated. You get to be annoyed. You get to be angry. You don't get to make this all the rest of our problems. If you're going to continue to suck the fun out of the festival, just hang back here. I, I will ensure your safety at minimum, but I can't let you continue to make this everyone else's problem. I'm not saying it's not a problem for you. I'm saying you're having a way bigger reaction than feels necessary for what's going on. Yeah. So you can choose to have fun or you can keep being mopey yeah. back here. And honestly, <laughs> I think that's fair because who hasn't needed to wallow in something? You do. Like sometimes you do need to wallow, but also like I'm not going to make my wallowing your problem at 30 years old. As a teenager, you haven't kind of figured that out yet because it feels so big. And, and that's totally age appropriate. It's age appropriate that continues. It is. But what's important is I tried very hard. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was a dumb tantrum to have. Oh my God, it's fucking shoes. But I couldn't say that to her. No. Because it wasn't dumb to her. That would just make it worse. Right. Yeah. That would be mean being dismissive and diminishing. So I had to find that really careful line of you can feel your feels. But then I also had to walk across the other side of that line and go, but not make us feel them. Yeah. And it's tricky because even though you're saying not make us feel them as the parent, you're still kind of in this space where you're very concerned, but it's, it's a weird space. It's a weird space to be in. And that's with my younger kids. That's a thing that I end up experiencing sometimes because sometimes they want to wallow. And I think it's okay to allow that to a point, right? Cause it can be cathartic, but if that's happening too often at any age with your kid, that could, that could signal a different problem where you might need to talk to your doctor if they're always wallowing, but now and then wallow is, I think is fine. And so if I have a kiddo who is wallowing, right, we have, we've done the regulation and they are just still mm, upset. Okay. Do you just need to cry for a while? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do you want me to stay with you in this room or do you want some space? You want some space? Okay. Well, I'm going to be in this room. I'll check on you. I don't want to leave you alone with your feelings. I'll check on you. And when you want to talk, I'm ready to listen. And, and it's just opening that door for them. Like, go ahead, get it out. And if you want to pick up the pieces with me, I'm here. And if you're fine without that, that's cool too. And it's giving them that autonomy with their feelings to wallow. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. You come home after a long day of school drop-offs and work and sports practices, sink into the couch and feel too tired to do anything else. But you still need to deal with dinner and you're just not in the mood for takeout. This is why I love Hungry Root, the easiest way to eat healthy. They send you fresh, high-quality groceries, simple recipes, and essential supplements. It's like your personal assistant for easy dinners. I am so excited for dinner tonight because I just got my Hungry Root box, and I am making sweet and spicy tofu ramen noodles. I love ramen. My kid is really obsessed with ramen right now. I think we are going to very thoroughly enjoy dinner and everything else that came in our Hungry Root box. Each Hungry Root order is fully customizable. You can choose anything you want or let them decide for you. Take a fun short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, and more. Then 
They'll build a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. And right now, Hungry Root is offering childproof listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash childproof to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash childproof. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. There was a point at which I had to decide, did I need to co-regulate? Because I was not upset. I was allowing her to do the regulation. I didn't tell her to cry it out. I didn't tell her to get a hug. She sought those things out because she is 15. We have been practicing this for a few years and she knew what she needed and she needed me to be involved, which is fine. That doesn't make it a co-regulation. I didn't need to regulate. I was completely neutral about the shoe issue. We live in Oklahoma. Why do you even own yellow chucks? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but she owns them. She loves them. She cares for them. That's a thing she's chosen to do with her time and effort. Right. But how do you know when you need to jump in and sort of guide that regulation or co-regulate with them? And that has a lot to do with their age. Yeah. But again, this was a 15-year-old child who needed additional support in regulation. So then you get down to experience. Abby has been a responsibly parented human for a few years. So she had some practice. She'd watched me demonstrate it. She knew. But where it came down is the intensity. The intensity of her feelings were so high because, again, it was pickle puddle. It wasn't just the shoes. It was hot. She didn't really want to go, but she agreed to anyway. Her siblings had been jerks the whole car ride. We got there and we found out that the thing that she was most excited about was the bushel of fresh blackberries. They had sold out 10 minutes before we got there. So it was a whole bunch of things. And it was the shoe became the pickle puddle. It was never about the shoe. Yeah. That was just the last thing. But that meant that all of those things intensified everything right. she now needed help the little things add up and i think that's an important thing to note too is that co-regulation is when we both need to calm down that is me feeling real real big feelings about my kid feeling big feelings and i'm like uh, let me let me let me sit on the floor and put on the youtube meditation <laughs> i don't know that's what i that's what i had it worked and uh sometimes your self-regulation 
does involve asking for support. That's still that's still a regulation technique for yourself. And you do that with friends as an adult. I know Gwenna and I have texted each other numerous times having meltdowns over pickle puddles. And and I don't, Gwenna doesn't need to calm down if I'm upset, but it's helpful for me to have someone to talk to. That's still regulation. It isn't just deep breaths. It, that's not all it is. All right. I want to play a game. Okay. What is your favorite regulation. Now uh, I'll specify not all regulations work for all people. And even if they work for people, uh, for your people, they may not work in every situation. So uh, sort of having an arsenal of regulation okay. techniques and co-regulation techniques is really important. What is one of your favorite sort of go-to regulations? Humor. And that can, that can come across in, in a lot of ways. Uh, so if if we can break the tension with a good laugh, mm-hmm. that is that is like a go to and and one of the ways that I employ that is if one of my kids is upset, right? And it's just and it's not it's not like full meltdown, right? Because you got to read the room. You always have to read the room and kind of decide which direction to go when you're trying to employ these regulation techniques. But with the kids. If I can use humor, I will. So if I have one that's not really in a full like tantrum, but like they're they're starting to ramp up and they're they're just real whiny and it's over a real little thing and they're just kind of shrieking in my ear, right? And then that kind of gets another one going for some reason. And then and then, and then I'll look at the third kid and be like, Do you also want to do this? Cause I'll join too. We could all cry together. <laughs> like we could all do it. I think that could be fun. It's like bonding, right? And then everyone kind of <laughs> <laughs> because we start doing it and and that's I love that. I yeah, we've we've all stood on uh kitchen chairs and screamed before. Yeah, you do that. I I'll tell them we're all going to cry. I'm going to I'm going to count to 3. We're all going to cry and then I'm going to count down from 5 on my hand when I get to 0, we're going to be quiet and we're going to breathe. So we're going to get it all out, count down and then take a deep breath. <laughs> we we I use make them laugh all the time. Uh, but you're right. We do have to read the room because there is a certain level of tantrum that the girl child can sometimes achieve that if I try to make her laugh, she will double down. Yeah. Oh, oh, it'll make it worse. It'll yeah. make it worse. And uh, now they're it'll mad about so that much too. worse. Yeah. You yeah. can't, not always a good time for the humor. <laughs> we use pretzel hugs a lot and pretzel hugs is just deep pressure. Yeah. We do those too. You take your you take your legs and you crisscross them over their legs while they sit flat with their legs out because they're flexible little children and can still do that. So they'll sit with their legs straight out. You wrap your legs over theirs. You crisscross your arms over their crisscrossed arms and you pull them into your core. And it's deep pressure. And it's helpful, too, to do a deep. You start your deep breathing and they kind of catch on to it. And I like to rock them in that position, too. I do. I rock back and forth, not side to side because that hurts my obliques, but I'll rock back. (laughs) I'm a side to side rocker. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll rock back and forth and it kind of creates the sway and then we're breathing in rhythm and it's an absolutely fantastic, but that is one of those regulations that I cannot, it will not co-regulate me. I am not a hugger. So a regulation for me probably isn't going to involve physical touch. Yeah, I could see that. For me, it depends on the person. So, you know, I like to mismatch the energy 
I, mm, you know, yes. if they're, if they're yelling, the, the louder they get, the quieter I get. Mm-hmm. And so if I have a kiddo who's very upset and yelling, I'm going to, Hey, how's it going? Don't wake the baby. Don't wake the baby. There's no baby. So then it's like making them laugh. And also when you're getting quieter, they're kind of, well, now they have to quiet down to hear you. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, It really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart, or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I think my favorite, and this goes back to the gamification you were talking about earlier. Uh, So breathing is a fantastic regulation tool pretty much across the board. Mm -hmm. There's almost no one who doesn't benefit from controlled breathing. So that could be like the big overdone breaths. Ha, 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 ha. Um, it could be rainbow breathing where you get your arms involved and there's a, there's a motor process involved. But if I can trick them <laughs> into taking deep breaths, we've talked about this before on previous episodes, but there's something called cookie and candle where I hold my hand out. All right, smell my cookie. Well, in order to take a sniff, what do you have to do first? Yeah. Come. Big in breath. I don't know about you. Uh, my kids love the idea. They love the idea of the cookie candle thing when they're not upset, but the second I try to employ that when they're upset, no, they don't care about, they don't care about the damn cookie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about it. But that's the thing that we do is, and I think it's really important is when your kids are happy as happy clams, talk to them about what helps them when they're upset. 
Because when you do that, when you talk about that, number one, they are going to give you very specific things that are going to help them. And this, of course, as they get older, will be more specific. But also it gets them thinking about it. It gets them more critically thinking about it. And so then when these situations arise, you are both more prepared to help through those feelings because you've talked about it when you were happy little happy clams. Well, and you're also, it's it's what I call uh, neutral territory. When you're in neutral emotional territory, when you are opening these conversations about how are you feeling when you feel this way? What helps? What doesn't help? What makes it worse? When you're having these conversations in neutral territory, you're also normalizing it's okay to post-process your feelings, to post-mortem what just happened. And it's definitely helping them to recognize those feelings more deeply. And it's helping them mm-hmm. to to look at that objectively, right? Because pickle puddle, while you're in it, you might yeah. not recognize how irrational it is. How, right. And so afterwards to be able to discuss that. And one of the things I specifically like to do is when I'm talking to my kids about their feelings when they're in a neutral territory, not just say like when you're mad like in a logical way, right? And what does that feel like in your body? How does yes. that feel for you? Giving them concrete language to describe their emotions. Yeah. And and that's my middleist for her when she's mad, we've talked about this. She has very physical when she's angry, she needs a physicality to work that out of her system. And for her, that could be we're, we're going to go run laps in the yard. It could be jumping jacks. Sometimes she's like, can I just have some paper to rip up? And it's and I've told her that there is a line there because if you just decide to start ripping up papers without any look at what the paper is, not always okay. If you need something, you can come to me even if you're mad at me. You can tell me, mom, I'm mad at you and I need something to take care of my feelings. Cool. You don't have to tell me why you're mad at me right now. You don't have to, you're allowed to be mad at me and you're also allowed to ask me for help when you're mad at me. Totally fine. Totally fine. Oh, and for sure, we're going to have a discussion once you have regulated of why you're mad at me. Yeah. And 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 we're going to work through that. But in the midst of it, that's not the priority. Two separate issues. Two separate issues. Two separate issues. That's, I think, one of the places where responsive or gentle parenting gets a bad rap. Oh, you let your kids be mad at you? Well, yeah, you weren't allowed to be mad at your parents, but you were still mad at them. You just didn't tell them about it. That's the only difference. You did that thing where you like closed your your bedroom door and you did the silent scream. Silent scream. You kind of hold your breath and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) like, that's not any healthy. That's unhealthy. We need the communication. (laughs) But that's the cool thing about responsive parenting is when you spend all of this effort talking to them about their feelings when they're neutral, asking them what is going to help them offering techniques to regulate and then they start to get older and then you don't even have to tell them like hey do you need to do some breathing no they got it themselves and they feel confident about it like this that my oldest kid is so good at regulation she's so good at it and it took you know it took a long time but she has horrible horrible doctor anxiety not doctors but if if there is a needle involved she's done she's done okay and so this was, I don't know, it was like last year checkup. She had to have some sort of shot. I don't know. And she was petrified. And they came in and they're like, they they got it. And she's crying already. Waterworks. And I'm like, okay, like we can get through this, right? And she 
literally they're like, can we just, do you want us to hold your arm, whatever? And she, everyone is talking. There's a commotion kind of like they're trying to help her calm down, right? Everyone is trying to help her calm down, but I'm watching her. And she, to these adults she doesn't know, goes, will you please give me a minute to calm myself down? I just need a minute, please. And I was like, girl, okay, (laughs) all right. And she goes, I just need quiet for a second. I can calm myself down if I have quiet. And and the nurses looked at me and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she just told you what she needed. You don't, why are you looking (laughs) at me? She just told you. And so I was like, give her a minute. And she literally closed her eyes and she has, I love this breathing technique she does. She will trace her fingers. So she'll go up her thumb down her thumb and as she's doing that on the going tracing her finger up she's inhaling tracing her finger down she's exhaling and she will do that and she does both hands and then she is good to go and that is she's like you need to give me a minute because i was fine till i saw the needle not fine now please give me quiet so i can take care of this i'll be good to go and it's like the confidence in literally just setting a boundary with these adults like you're not touching me until i say so like Love that. Yes. So my littles are way less practiced than your oldest. Your oldest is like 12. My littles aren't quite five as we record this. But I see the evidence of their entire lifetime of having this practice going on. My children were playing. They are siblings, which means playing lasts about five minutes if we're lucky. And then it's just fighting after that. (laughs) Yeah. It might not be fighting that I'm going to intervene in, but it's just them arguing about how they were just playing the game. Yeah. Anyway, one got amped and I heard that volume increase and I heard that magic, I should go check pitch Uh that my children can reach when they're about to make it a bigger problem. It's where you start inching down the hallway and you're like, do I have to? You're just slowly. (laughs) Yeah. Are they going to fix this or is it going to escalate to the point that they can't anymore? So I I get to the doorway and I can see just inside the door through the hinge crack. So I'm I'm just kind of peering in there and I watch my son stand up and they've been yelling at each other this whole time. I've been coming down the hall. Um, I watch my son stand up and he goes, I am mad. And then he smacks himself on top of the head and then he smacks his shoulders and then he smacks his butt and then he touches his toes. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he does it again, but this time a little calmer. And I realized he is violently doing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I love that. Did it work? No. He was still (laughs) mad. I still had to intervene. But he tried. Yeah. He had the... He he tried head, shoulders, knees, toes. I don't know where the butt came in. My kids are obsessed with butts. But head, shoulders, knees, toes. I think every kid is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, a surefire way to, to break a tantrum is just to go, do I need to fart on you? <laughs> no. I, I have a song that I sing to them. It's called Booty Butt. And I will not be singing it now, but I assure you it's sung every day. <laughs> you can't tease us. I'm teasing you. It's dang it. Maybe maybe later. We'll see. I'm gonna get them to them. record booty butt booty and we'll butt. we'll tack it's, that on. There's a dance too. And it is oh my God. a foolproof way to break the tension in my house. The, the booty butt dance. Okay. We, we, w- I'm putting this out there. We're, we're going to get Tori to record the booty butt song and dance. And we'll put that up on social media. We'll see. We're going to do it. I, I'm strong willed here. That, that was our timer. Saved me. Saved by the bell. 
Dang it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, beyond booty butts, we need to hear from you. So <laughs> if you want to send us your funny songs and dances or your funny mom fails your favorite regulation techniques, uh, we're going to be ranking our favorites and swapping our own mom fails specifically in an upcoming episode. So if you want to email us, childproof at bedges.com, you could be featured on Childproof. Be sure to follow us on social media. I'm Mama Cusses. They are Tori Phantom on TikTok and Instagram and follow Betches Moms as well. And so you don't miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to Childproof on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple and Spotify. If you do it after this week's episode, please include the word pickle puddle. We love hearing from you. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salzmacat and Sean Kilby. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email to moms at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.